rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. It's 8.06 a.m. You're listening to Aurora's first daily news podcast for arts, culture, interviews, and everything all about Aurora. We are Good Morning Aurora. The time is now 8.06 a.m. Um, we are in the studio doing it live today, doing things live. Um, we are here. We got a great show for you guys. We've got our updates, okay, um, and then we also have our um, culture section. I'm going to read from a very good article for you guys today. It is Monday, July 13th, 2020. Kind of hot outside. It'll be a hot day. The temperature is supposed to be 89 degrees, if I saw that correctly, and the 9 was not in front of the 8, which would make it 98 degrees. Extremely hot. I'm in the studio with my boy Diesel and all that. What's up, my brother? Um, so we... We may get into an interview portion at about 8.30, but um, as I told my engineer, Nico Mode, NTE, shout out behind the boards that uh, this is an ad hoc kind of day. We're trying our live stream. That's what we're doing. So you know what I'm saying? Streaming live, baby. Streaming live. (laughs) Uh, We told the the people we'd be doing it live, and we are doing it live. Uh, Shout out to Sam. Uh, Salvatore co-host Sam Hall uh, shout out to everybody who's been helping us out with the show shout out to Diesel this is his third time on Good Morning Aurora shout out Horse Talk shout out Cyclovision Network it's a beautiful day we're having a good time with it too all right so we're going to go into some of our updates uh, community updates Saturday July 18th we're back in acoustic evening with Larry McRae and that's going to be at the venue um, it'll be from 8 to 8 30 p.m. And Larry McRae is a guitarist, and the venue is a really nice place down there on Broadway, so please check them out if you get a chance, okay? And July 17th, Michael Rawls will be playing live at McCarty Mills Tap Room and Bottle Shop. McCarty Mills is on River Street, right next, excuse me, right across the street from the Aurora Public Library, downtown Santori Branch. Special shout out to them, because they're awesome people. Uh, now, we also have something else that's going on in that particular weekend, or rather, not only the weekend, it is July 20th through 24th, 
that is the 2020 STEAM College Connection Summer Camp for Kids, okay? STEAM, an acronym, Science, Technology, Engineering, Arts, and Mathematics. That's brought to us by the DuPage County NAACP. It'll be a virtual camp from the 20th through the 24th from 9.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. All right. Now, it is the 2020 STEAM College Connection Summer Camp for Kids for students entering 4th, 5th, and 6th grade for the 2020 to 2021 school year. STEAM, Science, Technology, Engineering, Art, and Math. The camp provides knowledge-building fun through experiences in coding, robotics, art, foreign language, chess, science, literature, college readiness, and much more virtually. Registrations open now. Financial need sponsorship camp, excuse me, financial need sponsored camperships. Limited numbers are available. Um, the community partners of this camp are IMSA, Illinois Math and Science Academy, Northwestern University, Elite Chess, Bridging the Gap Technologies, the Hughes Who Technologies, and North Central College Connections. Um, and this is brought to us by the DuPage County NAACP, serving DuPage, Kane, Kendall, and Will Counties. Shout out to them. The time is now 8.09 a.m. All right. In addition to that, we have our good friends at Viso Arts. Shout out to Viso Arts. Uh, they have an exhibition of graffiti, street art, and beyond. That'll be Friday, August 7th from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. You can check out more information on that at VizoArts.com. Um, and some of the listed artists are our friends Stealth Art, Fisk Creations. Shout out to the boy Fisk Garcia. Uh, this will be at Gallery 1904 at 1 East Benton Street in Aurora. 1 East Benton, for those of you Aurorans, was the old library. Ha ha ha. It was. It'll always be. It's the Sears Tower of Aurora. Right, no I matter what they those, call it. <clears throat> thanks to those people for making use of that building. It's, uh, it's right. good to see, and they do share a lot with the community. That's right. Word up. Um, now, today, the 13th, friend of the show, Kevin Trudeau, is playing at the venue, Monday live stream, streaming on Broadway. This will be a very fun event. Venue's been doing great stuff virtually, so shout out to them and all that they are doing. Um, so, funny story about the venue. I weigh about... 136 pounds. You got a bunch of change in your pockets. <laughs> uh, the venue needed help once upon a time, and they needed help doing security. They took one look at me and said, you're hired. And I thought, you know, these people are very optimistic. I love it. Uh, and it was a good time ever since then, so shout out to the venue. Um, now, that's today. That's today that Kevin Trudeau is streaming live. All right? All right. So... We want to take a brief moment um, to highlight our friends at Goldfinch Cafe. Goldfinch Cafe actually is going to be Aurora's very first pay-what-you-can food truck. And I believe a couple more services attached to that. Uh, Goldfinch is or are great friends of ours and the show. Shout out to them as an organization for all that they're doing in the community to help and hunger uh really good people now check this out all right dig this all right july 18th pancakes for everyone 
Everyone, always, all donations to support the first Pay What You Can food truck in Aurora. July 18th, 8 a.m. to noon at Branch Garden on the patio. Branch Garden is at 77 South Lake Street in Aurora. That's this Saturday coming up. Come to spread kindness and hear more about what and how you can be a part of the change. Everyone deserves a dignified meal. Rainbow Pancakes. Yes, yes, go down there. I heard they cook good, too. So that's Saturday at Branch Gardens on the patio, 77 South Lake Street here in wonderful, beautiful, peaceful downtown Aurora. East Aurora School District, in conjunction with Marie Wilkinson's Food Pantry, has been, since the start of the pandemic, doing um, meals for kids at various schools per bus routes. Today, Monday, 9 a.m. to noon, the bus routes will be serving Benavidez Steam Academy, 250 East Indian Trail Road, Door 1, Allen Elementary School, 700 South Farnsworth Avenue, Cowherd Middle School, 40, excuse me, 441 North Farnsworth Avenue, door 3, and East Aurora High School, 500 Tomcat Lane, door 8. Students can expect the bus to arrive at their regular bus stop approximately two hours after their normal pickup time. For example, if normal pickup time is 7 a.m., you can expect the bus at approximately 9 a.m. Shout out to the East Aurora School District and shout out to our wonderful friends at Marie Wilkinson's Food Pantry. All right, so as you guys know, we do the uh, we alert and highlight the COVID nineteen totals here in our country. Uh, we are still in the midst of a pandemic, which seems to have no signs of abating. That's the word of the day, abating. So y'all look it up, baby, abating. Um, as of this moment, there are three million. 236,130 total cases of COVID-19 in our country with 134,572 total deaths. That is an increase of 62,918 new cases and 906 new deaths as compared to yesterday's data. Uh, the information that we cite comes from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, cdc.gov, um, saving lives 24-7. It does not seem that appropriate measures are tightly and rigidly in place to get COVID-19 under control here in America. And as a result, we've seen increases, sharp increases of new cases and death counts in many states in America, Georgia, which reimposed its original lockdown measures. The question a friend and I had this weekend was, will Aurora, Illinois, by extension Aurora, will Illinois see a return to lockdown? And um, I don't know. But I really hope that that's not the case. It, I do think that the measures that Illinois enacted through the, all, the hashtag All in Illinois campaign, which was a governor's office initiative on down, I think that all the measures that we enacted are the reason why our case and death count is not like Georgia's 
Um, so I'm confident that we may not have to reimpose phase twos and phase ones and roll back and go back into a lockdown mode. Um, hope that doesn't happen. Knocking on wood here. Uh, but we shall see. We shall see. All right. So we um, we appreciate all the help that went into this live stream this morning. This is really cool. Shout out again to my boy Diesel. Um, and shout out to Nick. This is really cool, man. And uh, this is going to be, um, you know, this is this is it. This is it. So we are we are live. So you guys, please tune in to the live. Uh, thank you to all our listeners and followers and subscribers that we have out there. And shout out to McCarty Mills and shout out to PLS for being a sponsor of Good Morning Aurora. The time is now 8.17 a.m. July 16th. 2020, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Aurora Main Public Library parking lot, 101 South River Street here in Aurora, Illinois, downtown. That's the Santori branch. Marie Wilkinson's Food Pantry in conjunction with Toyota. Hunger doesn't wait or take breaks. Be kind. Help change hunger's face. This is a donation being put on and brought to us by Toyota and Marie Wilkinson's Food Pantry. Specific items, what to donate. It needs to be easy to open and eat cold. No cooking, heating, or excuse me, reheating needed. Uh, the examples of items needed for this drive are canned cooked meat and fish, canned meats, Chef Boyardee, chili, spaghettios, etc., canned veggies, starches, peanut butter, mini cereal boxes, and baby food pouches. Uh, both Toyota and Marie Wilkinson's Food Pantry are following CDC guidelines. Please help them and do the same. That means. Social distancing and mask wearing is required. This is July 16th. Please drive by to drop off your food donation at the Aurora Public Library downtown, and that'll be this Thursday. Um, so not only is that something that's taking place this week, also taking place later on today at 5 o'clock p.m. to 6 o'clock p.m., uh, our friends with the Aurora Rapid Response Team are having an anti-blackness in the Latinx community Facebook Live discussion today. The guest speaker is going to be Dr. Simon Weffer, professor of sociology at Northern Illinois University. Um, the rest of our friends are also involved, co-director Sandra Gonzalez and Giselle Gonzalez, who is the PPIL Raiz Fellow. All right. That looks to be a good event. That's today. It'll be live streaming on the Facebook page of the Aurora Rapid Response Team, which is A-R-R-T. All right. Now, before we go into our break, I want to bring up one more thing to you, and that is the two-year anniversary Tiki Party being held at Wickwood House. Uh, that's two, their two-year anniversary, Friday, July 31st at 3 o'clock p.m. That's going to be some fun. It's from 3 till 7. Um, so I encourage y'all to check that out. Wickwood House is right next door to Treadwell, our spot. Treadwell is life. As a matter of fact, we're drinking Treadwell coffee. Somebody's drinking Treadwell coffee. In the studio right now, baby. Like. Well, <clears throat> no donuts, no coffee. What kind of radio show is <laughs> <laughs> Ball-busting radio show. That's what it is, <laughs> yes. apparently. Um, but yeah, Shout out to Treadwell Coffee. Shout out to Wickwood. Wickwood is right next door to Treadwell. So please, 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 please check them out. And, uh, yeah, have a good time with that. 
All right. New police officers looking forward to move into the future and what the future may hold in the city of Aurora. Um, Aurora's newly sworn in officers say they're ready to take on the challenges their profession faces amid rising racial tensions. Uh, so we took part in the review and recommendation settings, or excuse me, sessions at City Hall, which were last week. They were very good. They were very informative. But, but. I have to tell you, I was disappointed. I was disappointed in the um, lack of community involvement that was there. Didn't see too many bros. Didn't see too many of my Latino people in there. There were a few, but definitely could have had more. I thought about the streets being, I mean, I, I had to, I went back in my mind. And I thought about the corner of New York and uh, Broadway. Broadway and Galena. And I remembered legions of young people of color. Sidewalks, streets, jam-packed. A voice of, indeed, unison on that day. The cacophony of F-12 and no justice, no peace, reverberating off the buildings in downtown Aurora. And then I saw the empty seats and the community discussion held at City Hall, which specifically called for people to come out and offer recommendations. Damn, you sneezing on the mic. And the seats were empty. I didn't like that. That's not good. If the slogan is no justice, no peace, then you absolutely have to take part and come out no matter what. There is no excuse for not coming out and taking part. There is just not. So very disappointed to see that. Um, but, you know, that's how it is. And that's the reason why so many um, of the prospects in communities of color get rolled back because there is just not enough participation. There just, there just is not. Um, and we got to change that. We really do. We've got to change that. All right. The time is now 8.23 a.m. And you are listening to Good Morning Aurora, Aurora's first daily podcast, news, weather, cool interviews coming to you live from Gremlin Studios downtown Aurora, 130 West Downer. We're right here. My boy Anton Diesel on the mic. How's it going today, Curtis? Doing good. My brother doing good. We're Tell the people. The uh, t thank you very much, man. So holler at the people. Let them know, uh, let them know what, what's going on with uh, Cycle Vision and Horse Talk. We're doing a lot of neat things on Horse Talk. we got some Horse Talk t-shirts on. You'll be able to find on the website in case you want to be a horse expert. Uh, somebody sees you in that shirt, they'll definitely know you know what you're talking about. <laughs> Cycle Vision, uh, Cycle Vision Network, the little project with motorcycle promotions, is going to be up at Road America this weekend at the CCS races. So three days of uh, top amateurs. Always a good place to go camp and hang out with family. And then uh, you can watch some motorcycle racing in the process. Nice, nice, very cool, very cool. Um, how long have you been riding horses? 
Well, I mostly just kind of pet horses and stand around oh. and have videos and stuff I taken see. with them. I see. <laughs> it's, it's not so much a riding horse thing, because, you know, here's the thing, Curtis. So it's horse fan talk, is that it? Well, no, it's more, <laughs> more just getting to know the horses and some of the horse uh, things you need to know. Because here's, here's my theory. My theory is that, like, there's a lot of six-year-old girls that can ride horses. That's right. not a big feat. But, you know, trying to pull off a podcast radio show based on horse knowledge and horse things... With no real experience, now that, that's an accomplishment. Right. So, Very cool. Like I said, a lot of people ride a horse. How many people can have a horse talk show? True, true. All right. The time is now 8.24 a.m. Um, yeah, first live stream, man. We doing it, baby. We it doing is. it. You just got to, you know, watch the, is the FCC controlling this show, Curtis? I think we got a little more leeway. I think we'll just make sure the mics are crisp and just kind of go with things as they flow. F- this is America. We FCC. Yeah, this is you know. you know this is the good old this is the good old fashioned. Uh, um, I mean, this is uh, this is like pirate radio. This is like an '80s movie here we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Stop and think about that for a minute. Arr. Stop and think about what we're doing here today, Curtis, and how much fun this is, and and how we're able to get this message out to the people this way. Right. You know, when we were kids, you had the radio, and you had the street corner to talk to people. Or right. the water cooler. That was it. You didn't have this this forum. You know, you weren't able to get it out there affordably. Engineer's doing a great job today over there. He's hiding in the booth, but you know, other yeah. than that, he's having a good time. But he's doing good. Um. So yeah, it is kind of a, a neat like that whole. Who was in that? Was that Val Kilmer? Who was in that movie? What movie? Pirate Radio. I never saw it. You never saw. <laughs> it. I never saw what? Pirate Radio. Long and the short of it is, some guy. I didn't wanna. Steals yeah. an uplink gets on the radio, and starts giving advice. Right. But this guy wasn't really qualified to give this advice. You know, he was egging this guy on until he finally did himself bad. And, uh, you know, you just don't have that. That we can do this today. We can give bad advice on the radio today. People do it all the time. (laughs) You know? Yeah. You watch a YouTube video of anything, and you're like, huh, I've never done that before, but I'm pretty sure no one else is using a spatula. You know what I'm saying? Facts. So, it does give accessibility to the people, though. And, you know, we talked about what you're doing here for almost a year mm-hmm. before we got it Yes, up yes, we did. Yeah, yes, right we on. did. Yes, we did. So Bouncing ideas back and forth to each other and shit. And how yep. you wanted it to go. And, like I said, the, the best way to produce the show. So, I think people should be listening to Good Morning Aurora and uh, watching Cyclevision Network. But if they do want to go out and do their own thing, you know, anchors are great. Are we still talking about them? We're mm-hmm. using them, folks? Yeah. They're great to get this thing started. Um, suppose you had some tips for some people that were going to start a podcast, Curtis. Are we giving away the secrets too quick? Shit. Tips to anybody who's looking to start a podcast, I'd probably say, I don't know. You know what? What was your biggest obstacle? Was it personal? Was it equipment? Was it time? It was time. It was time. Um, it was time, and it was also me because I didn't, you know, it's, it was kind of like a tattoo. You mm-hmm. know, you're itching to get a, your tattoo and everything. Right on. There's a tattoo party in Cicero in the basement, mm-hmm. 20 bucks. But, yeah, you want to you wanna have There's professional work done. There's also some great reputable shops in Aurora that you can get a certified uh, clean tattoo. But <laughs> exactly. for those folks in the Cicero area, check out what's going <laughs> I was giving an example, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that's what it was. It was me, and it was the 
I wanted to make a good show, and I wanted to do it right. the right way. So I was waiting, biding my time, waiting mm -hmm. to do it right, and working a job hindered that because right. you're doing Absolutely. shit i'll do it when i got time and uh losing your job mm -hmm. gives you all the time in the world I so bet. yeah I bet, I bet. <laughs> which yeah. answers my next couple of questions <laughs> <laughs> Straight 24 up. hour horse uh horse talk and good morning Aurora show coming up yes sir yes sir so yeah the time is now 8 28 a.m you're listening to good morning aurora uh, the violence in Chicago is absolutely off of the charts. Um, I think that one of our next blog posts will be about um, Chicago and what's going on. And some of the voices in Chicago are, are selectively not covering some of the good issues in Chicago. For example... There was a community protest. Mm -hmm. One of the most, you know, when, when, when people talk about police brutality, um, among the, the spirited, their rebuttal is always, well, what about black-on-black -black crime? Mm -hmm. There was a group in Chicago. Mind your own damn business. That's, that's right. part of that. There's a group in Chicago that um, did a community protest, and it's a, it's a it's been an ongoing thing for a long time where, you know, these are the people who gang members in these communities don't like. Mm -hmm. because they're the people who are aware that it's hypocritical to complain about a white officer when, you know, nine vice lords are shooting children. Uh, so they organized a great community protest, uh, and it got a lot of, you know, a lot of people came to it. Mm -hmm. Strangely enough, there's certain reporters who never make it out to these. You know what I'm saying? Like they oh, never I absolutely know what you're saying. And and I and it right? Like how are these people in the same city but it's sliding under their how did how are you a Pulitzer Prize journalist covering uh, you know the because the Armenian ambassador's uh, affair at the Drake Hotel on Lakeshore Drive, and you're not picking up what's going on in... Somewhere someone is growing a medication so you can get longer, fuller eyelashes, okay? Right. When they hired on to cure baby cancer. So it's like, hey, how's this baby cancer cure coming? And people are like, oh, I'm working on this eyelash cure. Right. We don't need that, all right? We get a little snippet in the news that says that the Armenian ambassador is great. But more importantly, what happens, Curtis, and this is a big change with, with podcasting and, and free access to media, is Pulitzer Prizes are given out by other people in that community. Right. They don't randomly poll people at their house and go, who's your favorite journalist? That's not how that works. It's like when you see the Academy Awards and people are like, oh, I can't believe I won. They gave you an aisle seat. <laughs> you knew there was at least a chance. Right, you lie. You never see, like, like... Matt Damon just rubbing his butt in people's faces like he's at the Cubs game trying to get over there and get out of people's way. No, he knew he was winning. Right. So that's how come that journalist is there instead of there. Or got that accolade instead of being where it should be. Right. But no, the, the problem is that the communities, on the flip side, having too much access to cell phone cameras, easy media, your own podcast, still 
kind of takes away from some of the events, too. There's so much to cover that's not important. There's so much. You know, you used to see a press conference, and you saw Channel 7, Channel 5. Remember the old microphones? Yes. You didn't see that anymore. Oh, yeah. The with the, with the whole mics, stuck with the in your face. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Look for the CBN flag on the microphones at the races this week. But, you know, Holla. I just drop that in there. Um, but it does. It just it, it waters things down, I think. Right. So even the selective media coverage we were getting before was at least covered. Maybe we were more naive as kids, or did we just have better news media? I think we were naive as kids. We had the same news media. Okay. Well, only thing I'll that's buy that. yeah. Only thing that's I mean, technology's just come in. We had the same news media. You had that. You know. You know. I mean, hey, look, Walter Cronkite. Right on. He had an agenda. You know. Walter Cronkite was the man. Uh, so we had the same news media. It's just technology that's changed things, in my opinion. So you think we were still getting skewed views back then? Yeah. Well, let me start over. Were you still getting skewed views back then? No, you weren't. No, you were not. No, you were not. Okay. No. When do you think that changed? I think that changed when the sensationalism of the current affairs type of world, I'm using that as a specific example. No, no, I absolutely know what you meant. You, the, the old TV show, right. When that crept into what was then uh, normal or quote-unquote mainstream reporting and a little bit of politics and everything, that's when it That's when it changed. That's when it changed. Okay. It changed. And the progenitors of that change, I would think, would be Fox News, which is not a diss to them, but they just had... They a had more, it was a different style than Exactly, we exactly. You had Hannity and Combs, for example. Mm-hmm. Good guy, bad guy is now on the air as opposed to the clean-cut... I mean, at one point in time, you would wake up with Dan Rather and go to sleep with Tom Brokaw. It right. was it was squared away, clean cut. Dare I say, boring you day to that. night. Huh? You didn't question him. You had no reason to question right. him. Yeah, you had no reason to question them. Mm-hmm. But anybody with a brain, the discerning adult, could hear that. Obviously, they have their- Spiro Agnew is lying. Right. Obviously, right. we have no details on the. Uh, fucking hostages of the blah 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 you know obviously this man is lying i just wonder if we would have had and when we talk about these historic events people died okay so Mm -hmm. let's never forget that as we're we're talking about them off cuff if we would have had the hindenburg disaster today what's that famous quote from that oh the humanity when the hindenburg blew up was that from the hindenburg that that quote yeah yeah um now it would have been like well, faulty hydrogen company blows up civilian. Do you understand that? I mean? <laughs> yeah. But the first thing would have been, yeah. let's find out how this went wrong. Let's go after the hydrogen company. Let's say that, you know, the, the current administration funded hydrogen whatever, or the canvas company that made the canvas for the Hindenburg was from a China. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is that that's is, okay? We don't have the engineer quite in the studio. Curse still planning. No, my bad. <laughs> it just happened like that. But do you understand what I mean? That yeah. the media that 
whole event would have been handled differently. Differently. Sure. You know, they would have never got stuck on the island today. I had a better boat, you know, but nonetheless. You're talking about uh, Gilligan. Gilligan. Right. But no, that, that might have happened. That's still the narrative of that. Right. What could have went wrong? Why Why were they on a three-hour tour with all this stuff? Why the hell is it? Watch the damn show, people. Sit down from your day at work. Wait for dinner to get ready or make your own dinner. And watch some Gilligan's Island and enjoy your life. Um, real quick update. July 15th. August West. SciTech live stream. 6 to 8 p.m. Wednesdays at the Plaza. If you saw the very cool artwork on our Instagram page, which is our second most recent post on the page, that artwork was created by our good friend Josh Schultz with Aurora Public Art. Shout out to the Aurora Public Art Squad and shout out to the boy Josh Schultz, baby. Time is now 8.37 a.m. and you're listening to Good Morning Aurora, Aurora's first daily podcast for news, art, culture, and interviews. We've got some great interviews this week. Uh, we had a strong community leader coming in, another one coming in to talk to us on Thursday. Shout out to the boy Sal doing Wellness Wednesdays. That's TBD to where the next location will be. The Branch Gardens episode was great. If you have not heard our Branch Gardens episode, please go back and give it a listen. It was very good. Shout out to Corey Casper and all of the positive great work that they are doing down there at Branch Gardens. We wish them we rather excuse me, we wish them much success. Um, shout out to Vizo Arts. Shout out Shredwell. Shout out two brothers. I think that they're open. They are open. They're open again. Yeah. Shout out two brothers and the whole squad. Ellie, Javi. I mean Whoever else is sitting at the counter. Yeah, whoever the hell else is sitting up there at the counter that day. (laughs) (laughs) Stop by, say what's up to them. Uh, Shout out to Santos. Shout out to Tara. Everybody. Everybody up there. The whole building front to back. Good people. Um, And then I want to give a shout out, personal shout out right now um, to Cottonseed Creative Exchange. Good friends. They're doing very good things for the community. And their events are taking more form and more shape and becoming a lot more consistent so we're glad to see that shout out to Yvonne um, that Cottonseed is veteran owned and operated it's also owned by a black woman of color so shout out to Cottonseed and go Navy you already know how we do with that uh, shout out to the Grand Army of the Republic and our friend Eric Pry. Uh, we've got some great stuff coming up there we're going to be doing a lot of highlights they're doing construction at the Grand Army of the Republic right now but when they get it going and bring it back to life we're going to be in there doing our thing having fun and uh, got a lot of good programs coming out of there so stay tuned for that for those who don't know Grand Army of the Republic or the GAR Hall is that building that everybody thinks is a church next to the parking structure on Downer you owe it to yourself if you're from this town to go into that building gotta go in there believe what's going on don't believe what's going on you're missing out on some serious history and architecture if you do not go into that building. Straight up. You heard it here from Diesel, baby. Um, and City Hall is back open, but using, I think they I think they may have limited hours, and I know that masks and social distancing is in full effect there. The time is now 8.39 a.m. This is a good Monday episode. This is. Curtis, you were talking about public art yeah. a little while ago. The, the neatest thing about public art, mm-hmm. and we've had some great directors, but with Jen over there, and like you said, Josh, 
It is truly, for the first time I can remember, Aurora's public art. Nice. It's yep. not. It's not an elite place in the back of a museum. Right. It's out in the community. There's things going on that reflect the culture. We've seen punk shows up at the, at the hall up there. We've right. seen people come from other countries. Art for kids, art for the community. But it's being brought out into the public. You don't have to go to the museum anymore. You can come see the art in town, the murals that are going up, some of the board-up murals, good, bad, or otherwise. we got things going. Uh, Pierre is doing some T-shirts. Shout-out to Pierre Lucero. Doing some T-shirts with a buddy, Paul, of mine. Um, the community and what Jen and these people that are in, in, in control now have really done is they've made it accessible. But here we go. So, please, if you're thinking about doing something outside, get a hold of the people at Public Art. They're good folks. They'll guide you in the right directions. Make sure that nothing that's being done in, in art installations, murals, or anything is going gonna, is gonna to violate something else and ruin it for the community that it's for in the first place. So just always check those projects out with somebody before you get involved in them. Right, yeah, that's the thing. Um, so... Aurora Public Art is a board, mm -hmm. and they take their boardship very seriously. And that's something that I like that the art community does, has professionalism and a mm -hmm. structure to it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, look, we got a lot of talented people, and they don't fall within the confines of doing it by the city. That's great. Right. But uh, from a leadership perspective mm -hmm. and having it be – you know, from an organizational leadership perspective, it's good to have those structures in place. So, right. yeah, Jen's awesome. They're not going to crush your message. They're just going to make sure that the projects are executed properly. Exactly, exactly. I mean, you wouldn't want to be putting up a, an elephant and, you know, come to find out this wall doesn't like pachyderms. You know, you want to well, make sure you got it right. It's not so much that. It's just to make sure that it meets the city guidelines, the city right. signage codes, and things like that. Yep. Time is now 8.42 a.m. Boy. We live, baby. It is. It's live radio. <laughs> it's live radio. Pirate radio, baby. All day. Pirate radio. Why ask? I mean, this is the great American art form, is it not? It is. It truly is. You need one of those old studios out in the middle of the desert, an old Winnebago or something with an antenna sticking out about 1,000 feet in the air. <laughs> Pirate Radio. Oh, that movie came out around the time of uh, Less Than Zero. Yeah, 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 yeah. With yeah. Um, Robert Downey Jr. Mm -hmm. If anybody's ever or not seen that movie, that's a very good movie. Shout out to our friend Greg out there on the road traveling. Rhinestone Cowboy. Shout out to the, sub the suburbs. Shout out to the city. All right. What building is that you got up there, Curtis? This is the Arlington Heights Historical Museum. We need one of those in Aurora. That's a good-looking building. We have one. Do we? Yeah. Where's that at? It's on Downer. It's called the Aurora Historical Society. All right. How do yeah. people find it? Uh, the David L. Pierce Museum. Uh, people can find it by going to their website, Aurora Historical Society. They have an Instagram page. They got a Facebook. Uh, great place. It's the David L. Pierce. The David L. Pierce Center is actually what it's more commonly referred to as. Mm -hmm. So if you see David L. Pierce, it's the same place. Uh, it's on Downer. It's right across from the GAR, the Grand Army of the Republic building. Um, so yeah, really good. 
Good stuff. Uh, the time is now 8.44 a.m. So, before we go today, um, I want to give you guys one more tiny piece of information here. This was sent to me by a friend. And it details that there is a, uh, there's an ERO Citizens Academy, which is the Enforcement and Removal Operations Chicago Citizens Academy under the auspices of the United States Immigration and Customs Enforcement Agency. So um, every Tuesday starting September 15th and ending October 20th, uh, the ICE will be having a Chicago Citizens Academy uh, six-day program, one day a week over six weeks, uh, which will teach people the uh, tactics of ICE and what they do. Um, so the interested parties can uh, apply for that, and it will be held at their um, their facility, which is downtown Chicago. It's on, like, Ida B. Wells Drive. Uh, critics are in an uproar because they feel that this is, uh, uh, you know, Einsatzgruppen training for Chicago to learn the uh, tactics of looking at one's neighbor in a less than favorable light. Um, but the program seems to have no, uh, no look, no forward looking of stopping. So uh, it's good that people know that our friends at Aurora Rapid Response Team uh, sent us that information, and we will definitely shared it. Oh, there t uh, today there is a uh, candlelight and electronic light vigil for Sandra Bland in Naperville today. And that's honoring the life and of resident Naperville resident Sandra Bland. That's today at 8.30 p.m. downtown Naperville at Centennial Park. Use your cell phone light, flashlight, or electronic candle. Please wear a mask and stand six feet apart. Uh, that's today, downtown Naperville, Centennial Park. Centennial Park is uh, adjacent to the Aurora Nichols Public Library right downtown. Fantastic library, which I really love. Uh, Centennial Park is where the, um, or Centennial Beach is, the outdoor, the outdoor swimming place. Um, yeah, so please come out to that. Um, friend of the show, Ali Hernandez, shout out to Ali Hernandez, uh, United States Marine Corps veteran and also a, a member of the LGBT community, went to a, a weekend demonstration in Humboldt Park, North and Kedzie, right there at the uh, Armory Building, um, to take part in a peaceful demonstration for and about the life of Vanessa Guillen. So we will have pictures of that. It was a well-attended event, and we appreciate that Vanessa Guillen's life um, is not in vain and forgotten. So we're going to have those pictures up here shortly for you guys check that out this is a very very so i mean yes yeah, live stream now baby i mean there's no going back right on there's no going back so you know we in here thank you to everybody thank you to all of our subscribers thank you to all of our listeners thank you to all of our fans good morning aurora is proud to be here and doing our thing with you guys this is awesome very 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 um, COVID-19 has 
not only been taking the lives disproportionately of people of color, but it's also been creating a whole nother legal class as COVID-19 lawsuits have been exploding across you hand sanitizer in 2020 you're entitled to count right <laughs> straight up <laughs> those are the commercials that we're going to be seeing <laughs> i mean the, the cases um no pun intended are exploding everything from there was not enough hand sanitizer when we walked in to i shouldn't be forced to wear a mask when i walk in you know what? You shouldn't be forced to wear a mask, but you should be at least as courteous as the group of people that you're in the room with at any given time. Right. Does that make any sense? Yeah, it does. If you sit down in a group of people and you're not wearing a mask and everyone else is in there, what they're not gonna they're not gonna put a statue in downtown that you're some kind of freedom fighter against the anti-mask thing. Right. They're gonna go wow. They're, yeah, yeah. You're wow. not gonna get a Paul Revere statue for being. But for, they'll wind up tearing down eventually anyway. Yeah. But anyhow. That's a whole nother. St- that was a stretch, but that was a whole nother... Right. Yeah, we'll get there. But we'll get there. in any there. case, just be decent with the people in the room next to you. And right. And your, your rights to free assembly and free speech and all this crap do not apply to someone's place of business. People need to understand that more, too. Right. If the folks at, at, at a gift shop or a restaurant want to mandate this because they've chosen to or because the government told them to, be courteous. Don't yell at the... 15-year-old girl at the gas yeah. station because she asked you to follow the company policy? Right. You think she goes to the shareholder meetings? I don't think so. Well, sir, since you brought it to my attention, right. I'll bring it up at corporate next week. Yeah. Just be nice and decent yeah. to people. Um, these people who are losing their jobs, I love it. Curtis, I have two opinions on it. Well, hold on. Let me, let me state, because mm-hmm. that... If that statement just stands there, that was extremely callous. These people who are losing their jobs, I love it. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> that that would yeah, not, not a good look. <laughs> let me let, let me re- work for like a temp agency. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be a great opportunity. Yeah. Um, these people who are losing their jobs, um, for yelling and profanity and epithets and destroying property. All because they have to wear a mask and Panera. Mm-hmm. I love that. I, I love that. I do too. I do. I feel with the you know separate from the uh, tension and problems in the country based solely on race. I do like that accountability right there because I feel that that goes a long way to defeating um, to defeating unfairness to creating the kind of world where everything is equal and balanced like yeah people shouldn't be able to do that people shouldn't be able I mean you know I I like that accountability okay here we go if you're gonna if you're gonna wear your look if you're gonna wear your Jacobson and Smithfield law offices polo shirt right. while telling these dirty Mexicans that you were born in a free country and uh, fucking you're gonna die a free man right. 
and Chick-fil-A, mm-hmm. then then surely the surely Smithfield and Jacobson wouldn't want anybody to be representing. I absolutely agree with that. When someone comes out, Aurora Central alumni, right? Great school here in town. You could get in a lot more trouble <coughs> for being seen in your Aurora Central jacket causing mischief than Ooh. you could for causing mischief. Ooh. And they make yes. that damn clear. Yes. You know. Yes. Do not misrepresent the, uh, represent the school that way. Right. And I see a business saying that. Okay, I do have a difference between someone having an opinion and having their. If you're sitting here in, in your your black button up shirt in front of a microphone and you're telling us what you think about the world, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're not able to do your job in another facet. Right. Okay. I do think if you're in law enforcement, you're going on the internet saying horrible things or saying that you're not going to follow the rules. Yeah. yeah. Okay, whether the laws or not, I think that that makes a pretty bad impression because you've just said, hey, I'm going to arbitrarily pick and choose what I say and do. Yeah, if your Monday post was proud to be on the thin blue line. Right. And you're a member of, I don't know, the Top Shooters online group with 2,836 members. Right. And their 20 most recent posts were... George Floyd target practice, big lip right, Negroes. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that's not, you know, I, I, I right, w- right. You have how do you still absolutely. have a job with the Camden Police Department? Right, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, no, th- that's absolutely wrong. But I, I do think that people have lost their jobs or been scrutinized in their jobs for having opinions that are unpopular. Sure, now that's a whole that's different thing. that's going to, now, where are we at? So if you put on your horse talk T-shirt, did that fit you well, by the way, Curtis? It did. Good All looking right, out. Quality, quality Rocking shirt. that shit. <laughs> Anyhow, um, if you put on your horse talk T-shirt as a representative of horse talk, and you go out and say some dumb stuff that doesn't have anything to actually do with horses, um, we have a, a, an issue. Right. But if people know that you and I are friends, and you know that you and I are fans of the horse talk show, and you make an opinion at a cafe... What, what business is that of mine? True. What True. What business is that of Facts. Mine? You might be a great accountant that just voted for an asshole. Right. All right? You can get your little Trump troll doll and put it on your desk and this and that and everything. doesn't mean you're a bad accountant. Right. Um, if you speak publicly about the way that you feel that the riots have gone down, okay? Mm-hmm. That's fine. If you start using expletives around people in your office that are making other people uncomfortable, okay, now maybe you're bordering on something. Right. But uh, I've seen people get in a lot of trouble for things that didn't really warrant them being in trouble for them having their... Look at comedy. People are afraid to be funny anymore. You know, you're getting comedians censored for doing something. For example... You know, I don't have one to put in front of. Exactly. Now, that's not a diss, because here's the thing. I think that comedy has, I've, I've, my personal opinion, comedy has already had that clearly defined as, because you are literally dealing with, if we're talking stand-up, even if we're talking some of the, the mediums, mm-hmm. that's already defined. I mean, I mean, once they start cringing, it's not... There's no edit button for that. 
Right, absolutely. There is no, you know, the CEOs don't have to release a statement. I mean, what comes most readily to mind is Michael Richards. Right. I mean, obviously. Right. Look, if you can't take the heckle, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know what you got to do, but don't let us see the implosion and then and then pour gasoline on your own fire. I mean, for heaven's sake, there is nowhere to go from that. Those lines are clearly defined, so that's why there is no recent example of that. There's just not. I had watched it at Two Brothers Roundhouse. They do a great comedy show over there. Yeah. and I hear good things about it. It's, it's I hear great. good things. They're great people. Santos and, and runs that? Uh, Santos helps out with the the open mic night, which is great. Matt Drufke runs the, I might have mispronounced his name, runs the actual comedy show there. And I don't know when he's coming back, but it's, it's certainly worth seeing. He's put in tons of effort and tons of time. But in any case, they had an amateur show, and one of the comedians had, had a very scripted routine. You see this at open mic nights sometimes, right? Well, there's a black guy and his girlfriend sitting in the front row. Mm-hmm. And he tells this joke, which isn't overly offensive mm-hmm. to me, okay, and apparently not to that black couple sitting up front because they're now laughing hysterically at what this man has said. Right. Understanding that they're sitting in the front row of a comedy show. Right. This poor kid could not recover. He's choking on his words. He's sweating. He's embarrassed. Everyone understood the medium that we walked into today. Right. Okay, and right. no one there took immediate offense to what was said. Um, but that sensitivity to that situation without reading the situation, is that guy going to quit what he's doing now? Did someone at work come in and say, how, how dare you say that? And is the answer, hey, you didn't think it was offensive when I said it yesterday at the water cooler? I'm getting upset at people having public outrage over things that they didn't have public outrage over yesterday. Does that make sense? No, it totally does. It totally does. Okay. If you walked by a statue every day for years and years and years, had you sat down and had your lunch by it, whether you had feelings or not, how come today is the day to tear it down? That is not a good analogy. Okay. It's not the, stat, the statues aren't a good analogy. I'm feeling that. Okay. Look, that book that you're writing, I'm reading it. Okay. But that's not the best help title my, of that chapter. Help me with my words. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. I got it's just because the statues thing. Look, the time is now 8:59 a.m. We got to wrap this up. All okay, right, so right, we <laughs> so look, we're gonna Sounds, we'll be back. Here. I'm willing to bet that this is gonna continue at a coffee shop, maybe. Um, the time is now 8:59 a.m. You've been listening to Good Morning Aurora, Aurora's first daily news podcast. Uh, for news, interviews, art, culture, and everything about the city of Aurora. We're here in the lab with our dear friend and brother, Diesel. He helped us get, uh, and Nick helped us get the live stream up and going today. Uh, We are at, I'm very happy because last week I said that we were going to be doing things on the live stream coming soon next week, and here we are. We pushed it out. It is next week, and we are live streaming. It is next week, and we are live streaming. So thank you to all of our friends. Thank you to all of our listeners. Thank you to all of our subscribers. Really appreciate you. Um, And we'd like to give a special shout-out at this moment to McCarty Mills, and we'd like to thank PLS for stepping up and uh, being a sponsor for Good Morning Aurora. We hope that you guys have a great Monday today, and we'll see you back here on Aurora's first daily news podcast.